don't know uh, how many listeners I have that are from the Philadelphia area, but I just wanted to talk about the new, or not so new, sodium labeling bill that has gone into effect. Now, this was actually signed into a bill um, September of 2018. It is the Sodium Menu Labeling Bill. And our wonderful <coughs> Philadelphia Mayor Kenny signed that into effect, as I said, September 2018. This is a proud moment for Philadelphia, said Councilwoman Reynolds Brown. Now, there was a lot more to that quote, but I had to stop it. I'm not giving these people more recognition than they deserve. Okay? The enforcement of this sodium menu labeling bill began on September 14th, 2019. Honestly, I don't think of this as a proud moment for Philadelphia. And that's why I cut off the quote where I did. Uh... I've said this before, I think the government needs to be less intrusive, okay? I don't think the government has the right, that's right, I don't think the government has the right to tell us what to eat, what to drink, what we should eat, what we should drink. That's up to the individual. And uh, the government has become too intrusive. And we've allowed it. Uh, we bitch and moan about the sodium lab- sodium labeling bill. We bitch and moan about Philadelphia sugar tax. I think New York has it too. Um, I don't know about you, but when I go to a restaurant, I like to eat what I like to eat. I don't need this in your face, this isn't healthy for you, don't eat it, type of shit, okay? I eat healthy at home, okay, sometimes. Um, the last couple of weeks, I've been doing really good, and I gotta find that scale. I actually had a dream that I found the scale, um, but I still haven't found it, so I still have no clue what I weigh, but for the last few weeks, going on a month now, I think, um, I have been, every morning, I slice up a banana, a peach, five strawberries, and then I throw in 20 blueberries. And uh, most recently, I added a sliced, I added sliced plum. You know, I'm trying to keep it fresh, uh, taste-wise, because I get sick of food very easily. So, I've been trying. And every morning, I slice up this fruit, and I put it in a container, and I take it to work with me. And I would say between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., sometimes longer, depending on how much work I have, I will nibble on it. Um, and that I've been eating that. I've been eating uh, Nutri-Grain bars, two Nutri-Grain bars a day while at work. And I drink anywhere from 75 to, I think, the most I've had is 115 ounces of water. Uh, you may think to yourself, that's a lot of water. And it is. Uh But I've talked about this before. I had done some research because I suffer from depression. I suffer from all sorts of aches and pains. I have all sorts of medical problems, blah, blah, blah. And 
a few years back, I did some research and found out that many of my physical ailments and even partial my, you know, mental ailment, um, can be positively affected by water intake. Also, if you're trying to lose weight, it's suggested that you drink half your weight in ounces of water. So let's say, I think I actually posted about this before, but oh well. Um, if you weigh 150 pounds, you should be drinking at minimal 75 ounces of water per day. It'll help you, uh, especially if you're trying to lose weight. Um, it helps you get fuller faster, and it hydrates your body, and hydration is very important. Keeping hydrated uh, lessens the effects of, uh, not lessens the effects of, but decreases your chances of getting migraines, decreases your chances of overeating, decreases, you know, uh, aches and pains, uh, even, it even helps with depression because when your body is suffering, when your body is dehydrated, uh, you know, it puts you into overdrive and your body tries to make up for the lack of water and all the other science bullshit. So I'm not going to go too far into that because I'm getting off topic. I know, it's usual. But anyway, Philadelphia Mayor Kenny signed a chain restaurant sodium labeling bill. What does this mean? Well, what this means is any item on a menu that has more than 2,300, I think, milligrams, I lost my note, ah, of sodium, will have a label next to it. Oh, it's underneath my phone? Nope, that's not it. Oh, well. Um, will have a label next to it. And what this means for the restaurant industry is if you don't abide by this, you're going to get fined starting in December of 2019. Now, this includes, but is not limited to, restaurants, convenience stores, delis, bakeries, grocery store food counters, and coffee shops. So now, that's the bill, okay? Um, I'm not going to say that we're not an overweight country because we are. I'm not going to say that we should and could choose to live a healthier lifestyle because we should and could. But this falls under individuality. Individuality. I don't need the government telling me what I can and, can and cannot eat. I do not need. That's up to me and my doctor, okay? And at the end of the day, it's up to me. Okay, um, I have a heart condition. I have a mechanical valve. It was put in in 2011, June 1st, 2011. I had open heart surgery. Okay, they, they went in there. They gave me a mechanical valve. Uh, if you hear ticking in the background, that's me. Uh, when I get upset, it ticks louder. Fun stuff. Uh, okay, so I know... I'm unhealthy. I am in the morbidly obese category. I'm going to get all out there. I'm going to I'm going to put myself out there. I am 34 years old. I am 5'2 and I am at last weigh-in, which was a few months ago. Um so it's not really I am, but I was 176.5 pounds. That's a lot. At my height, um 
I'm supposed to, the healthiest way for my height, I believe, if memory serves, which usually it doesn't, is 130 pounds. So at last weigh-in, I am, let's do the math here, 45.5 pounds overweight. That's a lot, okay? Um, so yes, I am trying to get healthier. That's my personal choice. But if I want to go into a fucking restaurant and eat a pizza to myself, that's my concern. That's my business. Um, we should take better care of ourselves. We should. But sometimes you don't want to be healthy. Sometimes you don't want to drink water. You want to have a nice, you know, bottle of soda. You want to have a nice bag of chips. And I'm not talking the little dinky 35 cent, 50 cent bags. They're 50 cents. Oh my God. Back in my day, that was 25 cents a bag. Uh, whatever. So, if I want to go out and enjoy a fatty, greasy, cheesy, delicious burger, then I have that right to sit here and, you know, try and force me to eat healthier. It's like, that's having the opposite effect. When I, you know, it's like those uh, commercials, uh, the, uh, the, the the smoking commercials, I forget what they're called, because you don't really see them anymore, because there's not too many commercials on, you know, Netflix and whatnot, and that's what I, we got rid of cable ages ago, thank fuck, uh, but you know those truth commercials, you know, they have the, the girl with the, with the voice box device, you know, telling you to, why you should quit smoking, and the adverse health effects, and all that other horse shit. And you have the Surgeon General warning on the bucket box of cigarettes and yada, 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 yada. I'm 34, I have a mechanical valve, and I'm a smoker, and I enjoy it, and I probably won't stop anytime soon. Is it the healthiest choice? No, but I want to emphasize the word choice. It is my choice, okay? I've been smoking since I was nine years old. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously between the ages of, like, 9 and 16, it was smoke them if you can, you know. I would swipe a cigarette here and there from my mom, my stepmom, um, you know, neighbor, whatever. Bum them from friends, you know. It's just the way it was. And back then, smoking was seen as cool. And then the whole, smoking causes cancer! Which... That's going to be a podcast that I'm going to actually ask Terry to co-host with me because he, like I said before, he's more into the facts, the statistics, and he has shown me um, through a lot of research because he is a former smoker, current tobacco slash dip user, um, and there is no scientific proof that smoking causes cancer. What? Truth. Um, and I'm not going to go into that right now because, like I said, that's something more along the lines of an episode with Terry uh, because he can give you all the smart, intelligent facts and statistics and whatnot. So I'm just going to mosey on along and just talk about the fact that if I want to eat fatty foods, I will. That's between me and my doctor, and then ultimately up to me. My doctor tells me, you know, you gotta eat healthier, you gotta quit smoking, you gotta drink water, you gotta exercise. And these are all good bits of advice. And if you are struggling, and you want to get healthier, and you want to be better, then yes, you should absolutely do that. You should eat better. You, you know, 
But look at it this way. If you're poor, you're not eating fresh fruits and vegetables. And why is that? Because you're poor. Okay? I like to eat, you know, a few pieces of fruit sliced up in my little Tupperware container every morning. Now, in order to do that, I have to go to the store and buy the fruit. Now, that costs money for the gas to get to the grocery store. And then, um, we're talking like, it. I go once a week now. So, depending on the prices of the fruits, if I want seven plums, that's $7. At least the last time I went, last week, um, it was I was excited because it was 99 cents a plum, 99 cents a peach. So, that's $14 just to get me, one person, through the week. That's a lot of money. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, $14 is a lot of money, Carol. Well, fuck it is. Yes, it is. For me, it is. Um, even with, you know, even with the new job, which I'm grateful for, and the new paycheck, which I'm definitely grateful for, you know, I have to budget. There's bills to pay. Um, you know. So... Eating healthy is an expensive way of life. I mean, you can get, if you're, if you're struggling, and I've been there, I've, there have been days, you know, not recently, thank the God and Goddess, um, but there were days when I'd have to dig through the couch for change, and then walk, you know, a mile, literally, I'm not talking, walking uphill a mile, although in my area it is, <laughs> uh, I'd have to walk a mile to a McDonald's and, you know, get a dollar cheeseburger, which obviously with taxes and whatnot, it's like a dollar six, I think, down here, up here, I'm directionless. So, let's see, do I get a burger, which will actually fill me for a little bit, for a dollar seven, dollar six, like I said, I don't remember the taxes here, um, or do I starve because I can't afford a salad, I can't afford the fruit, um, one peach, is that gonna get me through the day, one burger, fuck yeah, with all that cheese and meat and deliciousness, now, I say McDonald's because that's the first one that comes to mind, uh, as far as fast food, and back then I was eating McDonald's, those that know me know that I have stopped eating at McDonald's, um, I think over a year ago, I, I had a, I had a slip up, last year at some point, and I had McDonald's, and it was horrible, but, uh, I forget the name of the movie, I, I'll, maybe I'll add to this later, maybe I'll post it in the Facebook group, 1975 Productions, there was a movie that was made on, about, it was starring Michael Keaton, and it was about, uh, how McDonald's came to be, and I watched it, and I was disgusted, I was, not by the food, because for the most part, nom, nom, nom. But I was disgusted by the fact that, you know, this jackass took over McDonald's from the McDonald's brothers, totally destroyed their, you know, business, took it over and made a profit and screwed these two brothers over. And that pissed me off. Uh, so because of that, I did my own little boycott. You know, I didn't include, I, did, I don't think I posted about it. Well, I posted about the fact that I wasn't going to eat there anymore. <coughs> but I didn't go into an uproar and try and shut McDonald's down. Because it's affordable food for poor people. <laughs> so, uh, any hoodle. So that's where I'm at with that. Uh, and plus, I 
don't really know that other of other places that do the dollar menus. So when you're broke ass and you you know you're hungry, you go to McDonald's. It's just you know, it's just the way it is. Now if we could make healthier food more affordable, that'd be great. But that's not really an option. And why do I say that? Because you got to feed the farmers, you know, or you got to pay the farmers. You got to pay the workers on the farm. You know, there's a lot of work that goes into fresh food and people don't seem to recognize that. And I'll, you know, I'll do a little throwback to one of my earlier podcasts. Instead of fucking paying millions of dollars to watch people play sports, to play a game, pay these farmers what they're worth. You know, make sure the animals are kept. Make sure the animals are fed and hardy and healthy. Make sure the farmers are getting, you know, payment. Make sure, you know, the ranchers and the farmers and whatnot, make sure they're taken care of. They're the heroes, you know. The guy catching a ball and getting tackled by five other dudes, okay. That he's not a hero. Sorry, not sorry. So, that's where I'm at. And this sodium bill is more bullshit from the government. It's more government intrusion. And I don't know what's going to happen when I share this. I don't know if people are going to actually listen. I don't know if people are going to, you know, stone me to death over here. Because I think this whole fucking government is ridiculous. And I'm not calling out one particular government member. I'm not that person. I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, and insult our president. Because the government's been fucked up for a very long time. And the government has been overstepping its role for a very long time. People seem to forget that when we came to the United States, and by we I'm talking, you know, hundreds of years ago, when this country was built, it was built on individual needs and individual rights and not wanting a government entity to take us over. This is supposed to be a democracy. This is not supposed to be a dictatorship. Uh, now, uh, you might be thinking, well, did you say the same thing back when Mrs. Obama, Michelle Obama, our former first lady, when she went on that health nut, you know, campaign for schools? No, I didn't say it then because, yeah, when you're a kid, yes, your parents need to make the decisions for you. When you're a kid, your school system needs to make it make decisions for you. And they need to be positive role models for you. But at the same time, you can't go overboard. I mean, you look at these schools, and I, again, I'm not really good on the whole research bit. Um, I, I like to go off the cuff. And, you know, I read these articles where a teacher throws away a kid's lunch because it wasn't healthy. They had a Twinkie in there, or they had, you know, a cupcake in there, and that's not healthy, so they threw the lunch away. Because it didn't meet the requirements of this new fucking health thing at school policy. Not everyone can afford all that shit. When you can get a box of Twinkies for two bucks. That gets you through the week for two dollars. You know, a little snack with your lunch. Fuck your carrot sticks, okay? We are punishing poor families. That's We are punishing the poor. And it's bullshit. Um, and then to have a kid not eat all day because they're, it's healthier to eat unhealthy food than not to not eat at all. Do you realize a lot of these kids rely on, you know, 
these unhealthy snacks because their parents can't afford healthier snacks? Like, come on, people. <coughs> ah. But we're 20 minutes in, and I know the attention span of everyone isn't that long. So, I'm going to end now. So, ah, stop saying so, Carol. I cannot help it. Leave a comment. Share the post. Like the post. Give us a five-star rating and all that other horse shit. Uh, or don't. Leave me a voice message. Uh, pop over into the Facebook Public Herb 1975 Productions. Join us. Use your voice. I'm like begging you guys. I want to hear from you. I want to expand on topics that you'd like to hear about. Uh, this is what happens when I choose for myself, guys. So, you want to hear about something, come on. Talk to me. I'm enjoying these podcasts, even though, you know, I look and it, it's a little disheartening. I see, you know, one play. And I know it was me listening to myself this time how, to listen to how stupid I sound. But I still publish them anyway. And I... I just, I want to learn, I want to discuss, um, I'm going to, you know, real quick, you know, that's why I have One Earth Many Paths, um, and that's another Facebook group that I run, that's a closed group, uh, not public, and if you want to join, you, you know, there's a couple questions you got to answer, and you got to prove that, A, you're a real profile and not a hacker slash troll, and B, that you are an open-minded individual, because my goal is to end stigmas. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna talk about that for a second. I had a friend, I'm not gonna name him because there's no point. Uh, I had a friend for over two years. He was a member of my group for over two years. And, uh, I really thought we were on the same page when it came to inclusion, when it came to, uh, fighting the fight and ending stigmas. And then I noticed a pattern on his Facebook page, and that was to go on anti-Muslim rants and post anti-Muslim memes. And I was like, no, that's not inclusion. Using a blanket statement and, you know, making it as though, <coughs> excuse me, all Muslims are terrorists. That's fucked up. And I'm not okay with that. And even though we were friends for two years... You know, I saw these posts on his thing, and I'm like, the fuck, dude? And I commented, and I reached out, and he didn't even bother responding. He just kept sharing this bullshit. So, fuck that. He got booted from the group. He got booted from my friends list, because I don't have time for that shit. Uh, and it sucks. It really does suck when you think you know someone. When you think that you are on the same page with something, and you realize that they're hypocrites, and that they're liars. Um, it sucks, but it is what it is, and I'm not going to sit here and try and change people's minds. I'm trying to open them a little bit. I'm trying to show them a better way of looking at things and looking at people, um, but it, I'm not going to force you to change because it's your individual thought. It's your individual right to have that thought. <coughs> I just do my best to maybe inspire you to open up a little bit and check your stigmas at the gate and look at life a little differently. Um, 
And I still have that fear. I know that I'm very open on my Facebook. I'm very open on my podcast, you know. I'm a witch. Um, I worship gods and goddesses. I worship Mother Nature. I worship Father Nature. I mean, I don't see it as, you know, one sex, but whatever. Uh, I I believe in, you know, uh, taking care of our Earth. I believe in taking care of each other. But I also believe in taking care of the self first. Uh, you can't get anywhere in life if you're not taking care of yourself. And I noticed just yesterday, uh, last night in fact, I was on my Facebook. And you know how they have the people you may know and the reason they come up is because they've looked at your profile. I saw one of my bosses and that scared the shit out of me because I don't make the announcement at work that I'm a witch. Because of the stigmas attached to witchcraft, I don't make that announcement. I keep everything tight, you know, to my heart, and before I even started this job, I actually went through the employee list, uh, and went on Facebook, found these people, and blocked them before I was even hired, because you have these fucking people nowadays that judge you based on your Facebook feed, and won't hire you, or will fire you, because of something you posted online, so I try and keep that, you know, on the DL, and I realized, you know, shit, my boss found me. You know, what what's going to happen to me come Monday? You know, is he going to, like, say something to me? Uh, is he going to, you know, just, I don't know. And I'm not trying to say that he is the type of person that would make a judgment. I'm just saying that it's, it's done in this society, you know. Uh, <clears throat> and people have been fired for far less. So, I just want to put out there that paganism is a recognized religion, and I don't curse or hex. Uh, I, you know, my past does not, you know, uh, influence my work activities, has nothing to do with that. So, please, you know, if you're listening, I'm not going to say your name, because, you know, privacy and whatever, but... Please don't fire me because of it. Please, you know, if you want to get to know me, if you want to ask me questions, I have no qualms about that. Um, just, uh, that's it. So, TikTok goes the clock. These have been the ramblings of Carol. Bionna Carol, in fact. Haha. Now I'm going to get my breakfast on. I don't know what I'm going to eat. I have the house to myself today. I know, I was just saying goodbye, and then I started rambling again. But that's why you're here. That's why you're listening, because I like to ramble. I have the house to myself. It's Saturday. I have the house to myself Saturday and Sunday. Uh, My wonderful fiancé is at work. He started a new job that he absolutely loves, uh, which is, I know, weird for those that know Terry. Uh, He's very excited about it. He's been doing great. I'm very proud of him. Uh, We're not naming names here. But it's official. He's out of the restaurant industry. Slow clap. Uh, I'm very proud of him. Uh, he stepped out of his comfort zone. And he is going after a goal. And he's achieving it every day that he works towards it. It's it, it's an achievement. And I'm so very proud of him. And uh, so he's at work today. He only works till 6. So he will be home this evening. Last night he was at work until I think he got home around 11, 11.30. Probably like 11.30, 11.45, actually. And, uh, I don't know, because my ass was already asleep. 
on a Friday night, I think I went to bed around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Thursday, I stayed up, though, and I waited for him just to, you know, see how his day went. And we wound up going to bed around midnight, and we both had to be up for work the next day. So I think I got four hours sleep and uh, blah, blah, blah. So, but I, I'm, I'm proud of him. I am proud of him. I'm very happy for him. He seems, you know, happier. He seems, you know, he actually hasn't had time to do the major malfunction post, which he's hoping to do one either uh, tonight or tomorrow, I think he said. Maybe Sunday. I think he's off this Sunday, which would be nice. Uh, but tonight, um, yeah, so today my goal is to do some house cleaning as I pace across this floor and get crumbs stuck to my feet because I got a sweep. That reminds me I want to get some cleaning done today. And I'm going to do some smudging. And those of you, of you that listened to my previous podcast know that smudging is lighting some sage and getting rid of the negative energies in the house and cleansing yourself. Cleanse If you're a witch, you cleanse your tools with sage. You cleanse yourself with sage. You cleanse your home with sage. Even if you're not a witch, a lot of people... I mean... Let's be honest here, this goes back to the Native Americans. They started it. Um, I don't want to, you know, leave them out. They are the ones that utilize sage, you know, to help cleanse their homes and themselves and, you know, uh, get a connection, a stronger connection with, I believe it's called the Great Spirit. Terry, again, would be able to tell you about that because even though he is an atheist, he has been doing studying on his Native American culture, heritage, rather. <coughs> I think I'm coming down with a cold. I don't know if you've noticed the coughing. I'm hacking up a lung over here. Maybe I do need to quit the smoking. I don't know. No, I'm not going to quit. I, I, I've tried and failed numerous times. And it's not even that. Um. All right. We're going on 30 minutes, and I keep wanting to say goodbye to y'all, but I keep talking, because these are the ramblings of Bionic Carol. So, I don't smoke regular cigarettes anymore. Uh, I, I get the tobacco from the store, I get the, the tubes from the store, and I roll them myself, because it's a cheaper option, and it has less of the uh, additives and whatnot of regular cigarettes. And you may say to yourself, well, earlier you said that smoking actually hasn't been proven to cause cancer and all this other shit. And it hasn't, but cheaper equals affordable. And if I can get away with rolling a carton of cigarettes for myself for under $40, instead of going out there and buying the cigarettes and paying over $100, I'm going to go with the more affordable option because I'm broke ass. So... That's another thing I gotta do. I realize I don't have any cigarettes to smoke. So I gotta roll some cigarettes, get this house nice and tidy, uh, get dinner on the table tonight for when my man gets home from work, because I love him and I want him to be able to relax when he comes home. So, as the clock ticks, so do I. These have been the ramblings of Bionic Carol. Have a great day, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if so, please leave a message on the, uh, anchor voice message thing or find me on my facebook charlie apple roger uh oliver 
Lisa Edward, that's C-A-R-O-L-E. Last name, George, Roger, Apple, Zebra, Igloo. I forgot how to spell my name. Uh, Adam, Nancy, Oliver. Carol Graziano, folks, public Facebook page. Come on over and leave a comment. Tell me what a shitty job I'm doing. How, whatever you want to say. Or take a look at our 1975 Productions public Facebook group. Pop over there, leave your, you know, comments, leave your thoughts, leave your suggestions, leave your criticisms. Tell me to go fuck myself, whatever it is. Come on down. Have a great day, folks. Enjoy this beautiful weather. I look out and it's cloudy. Oops. Well, enjoy your life. Remember, each day is a new gift, so happy birthday. Another throwback to another podcast. All right, we are now done. Bye.